Talk to us now and go to the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Stay with Abby Roberts and speak your mind. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hello, I'm Abby Roberts and this is the Abby Roberts Show here on today's News Talk TNT. It's Thursday, everybody. It's raining in London. Of course it is. It's bloody miserable. But here I am. Hopefully, I'm going to cheer you up over the next hour. I've got a two fantastic guests, John Waters and Dr. Thomas Binder. I'm literally champing at the bit. It is fantastic. Um, so here we are. We're still alive. We're still kind of living in a, a communist nightmare, a global communist nightmare. And that's just the UK. So lots of stuff going on. Any Russian viewers who are watching? Dobry utra, kak dila, harasho, vsilvo dobrovo. Oh my God. I can, I've suddenly learned I can speak Russian. It's incredible. So, um, yes, that's all good. And anyone else uh, over the rest of the world, uh, it's great to speak to you wherever you are. Maybe uh, maybe you're up at 3 a.m. in um, in America uh, under that fantastic President Biden, that absolute wanker. Uh, maybe you're in Europe. Maybe you're in France. Maybe you're a farmer who's driving a tractor going, hey, we want our land back. Maybe you're in Italy. Buongiorno, buongiorno, Italia. And uh, maybe you're in, uh, I don't know, oh, Australia, of course, uh, Brisbane. Uh, wonderful Queensland. I've got my lovely crew, uh, Murray, I can see down the lens. It's fantastic. So hello, good day, or actually good evening, or get in the cold shower at the moment, because in Australia, I understand it is very, very, very hot. Um, but it's all good, everybody. So, well, it's not all good, but we'll try and make it a bit bearable over the next hour. You can speak to me uh, using the magic of the live chat, which you can find on the website, tntradio.live. You can also just, just put the app on your phone, you know, and if you haven't got an app on your phone, then what are you doing? This isn't 1985. So get the app, Live app, and you can find all the live chat on there. And guess what? You can watch the shows. You can literally go... Mm, the Abby Roberts show. Oh, it's marvellous. She's looking good today. Oh, are those curls natural? Yes, they are. How dare you? Although some people do pay for perms like this. Unbelievable. So, but I don't think it's a waste of money. Uh, God just gave me them as they are. You can also email me, abbyroberts at tntradio.live. I've had some fantastic emails. Do keep them coming in. And if you're not shy, you're not backwards at coming forward, as I know uh, many of you are not, Siv, then please do uh, ring me. You can get on the old door phone and these are the numbers to call. This is the way we're going to be heard. From the US and Canada, call 1-888-201-6425. From the UK, call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. So get on those phones. Come on, call me. Is that one of those um, those dodgy... Uh... 
Those dodgy phone lines, do you remember? Everyone goes, no, we don't remember abs. Uh, don't lie, of course you do. So just call me, don't be shy. Uh, what can we talk about? Let's talk about Putin. Let's talk about Russia. Is Russia the real enemy here? Mm. Could it be that uh, there we have enemies within, uh, given what's happened over the last four years? We've got Julia Fartley Spewer, uh, who's actually Julia Hartley Brewer, but I call her Julia Fartley Spewer. She's a, um, a host on a terrible programme, terrible channel called Talk TV. She said, we are at war with Putin, you silly cow. A absolutely outrageous, warmongering bint. She also pushed the COVID-19 jabs. So do you know what I mean? Pushing war is not a stretch for her because she wanted to uh, basically kill lots of young people. And now she wants to send them all off to a proxy war against Russia. Uh, I always like to start with a bit of um, non-controversial stuff. So with that being said, let's do we play a little clip uh, just for some light entertainment, and I'll talk you through this, the COVID madness. Let's play that clip, baby. Oh, it's a different clip to what I was imagining. But that's okay. Let's talk. The, we had this one yesterday, but let's just... <laughs> but let's just... Uh, let's keep it over. Yeah, let's just keep going with this one. Uh, Murray's looking round. That's all right, so we can keep going with this. Yes, let's do it. Uh, well, these are people, uh, there's firemen dancing. Firemen dancing in masks during a so-called deadly pandemic crossing the globe. Uh, yes, and there they are doing the, I mean, literally, can you imagine? My house is on fire. Oh no, but my cat's in a tree. Can you come and rescue it? Oh God, my grandmother's on the top floor and there's literally flames lashing, licking under the doorway. <laughs> yes, hang on a minute, please, madam. Oh, or whatever, I don't even know what that song is. Um, and there's, uh, it's just crazy. Look at these medics. Like, what the hell, where do they get the time to rehearse? For Christ's sake, I thought there were ICUs full of people dying. Do you remember in the, um, the, uh, do you remember? Of course you don't, because it's the, um, the, the Spanish flu. Remember the 1918 Spanish flu? Can you imagine, like, all the nurses there, you know, there's a dying soldier, dying of, uh, uh, whatever it was, a Spanish flu, and he's dying there going, he's there going, oh, oh, nurse, please help me. And she goes, oh, hang on a minute, Johnny, I'm just going to do the Charleston. How utterly insane. And people actually fell for this shit. Good grief. Now, do we, I was, <laughs> I'm dreading saying, do we have another clip? Because i got a funny feeling it might be one from yesterday but is it the farmers is it the tractors rebellion i'm just checking because there is a, is it the tractors rebellion murray murray's just looking round. that's okay guys we don't know um if it is there is a mashup of two uh musicians two bands and i'd like you to tell me what they are after the clip uh when you ring in if it's not that clip don't worry about it <laughs> let's roll it and see what it is I'm here in Dubai. Uh, this it's is built. COP28, a uh, very, very important meeting. Uh, the issue of health and climate uh, will be discussed at length. Uh, that's never gotten the attention it deserves. Uh, the issue of food systems and how with climate change, a lot of farmers aren't able to grow their crops, uh, which is a, a tragedy for them. Uh, we'll talk about using innovation uh, to absolutely solve that problem. 
I'm just laughing because I had a little message on my screen from the gorgeous Murray down there in Australia saying it's not tractor. It certainly isn't. It, of course, is the dreadful Beelzebub himself, Bill Gates, who I thought when I saw that clip, I don't know about you, I thought it was uh, Michael Caine. Uh, you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. That's the most dreadful Michael Caine you'll ever hear. Maybe you can ring me later, my darlings, and uh, do your impression of Michael Caine or whoever you want to. Any other. I mean, Margaret Thatcher. I do quite a good Margaret Thatcher. We fight on. We fight to win, Mr. Speaker. Not bad. Anyway, back to Bill Gates. What an absolute reprehensible, reprehensible bastard he is. He's, um, and he sounds like Kermit the Frog, which is just very odd, and considering he is um, a tyrannical megalomaniac. And he goes, we're going to take all your land. We're going to encourage you to... Anybody, uh, you expect Miss Piggy to come in? Uh, yeah. Oh, I wish somebody would. Please, can we get Miss Piggy back? And just literally, Bill Gates with the well, we're going to give you some vaccines. For uh, We're going to pretend it's for your health. And then we're going to murder millions and millions of people with a new technology. I care about health, even though I have breasts. He does. What the hell? It's absolutely outrageous. How dare he talk to us about health when he looks like he wears, doesn't he? Sweaters. He wears sweaters. And I think his wife's probably a man as well. Do you know what, guys? We've st <laughs> this is rock and rolling. It's unbelievable. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes. Um, so ring in. What do you ring in? Talk about Bill Gates as well. Uh, he should be arrested, by the way. He should be. There should be a citizen's arrest. So I'm, I'm, I'm allowing you to do that. Let's go to quickly to uh, uh, paper. Uh, before we get our wonderful first guest on, John Waters, and uh, the Daily, the Daily Mail, the uh, the Daily Fail. Look at it, absolutely outrageous. Uh, what propaganda have we got here? Uh, well, thank you so much for your kindness. Uh, that's um, Prince Ch uh, Prince Charles. Oh, Freudian slip. Sorry, King Charles. Uh, who has cancer, um, even though there are many, 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 many millions of people around the world who have uh, cancer and who died of cancer in 2020 because the hospitals were closed. So that's all That's all good, isn't it? Wonderful. Uh, we've got time just for a quick little, before we go into my first guest. Um, oh, uh, Thin Air. Thin Air is going to weigh passengers with their cabin bags. That's not at all invading your personal space, is it? And uh, your, well, I mean, uh, <laughs> why am I surprised? Why am I surprised? It's in the Daily Mail. An airline has started weighing passengers with their carry-on luggage before boarding. Finland's national carrier, Fin Air, I'm going to go into what I think is a Finnish accent, but I don't, I've probably offended lots of Finns, has begun measuring passengers, <laughs> measuring passengers, um, departing from Helsinki Airport to get a better estimate of the aircraft weight before takeoff. Well, I'm never going to be flying uh, thin air, that's for sure, because I'm very well upholstered. Uh, so before uh, we get on our, uh, we're going to welcome our next guest in a minute, who is John Waters. Conversations to inform and include. It's meant for everyday people to understand. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. And welcome to John Waters. Hello, John. I'm absolutely thrilled and delighted. You can probably tell I've had loads of coffee because I'm not really a morning person. It's such a pleasure to have you on, John. How are you? Very well, thank you. Pleasure to be on, my, on your show. Oh. Bless, bless you, my love. So, John, um, I uh, uh, for people that don't know you, um, writer, thinker, I've actually put down here, encourager of courage. 
Now, you're a, a writer. You probably say it much better than me. Um, so uh, tell us, John, what, what, what's it like in, uh, in Ireland at the moment? <laughs> Uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, it's been very bad here for a long time. We have a government which is hard to actually say whether it is more stupid than tyrannical or the other way around. But it mm. is both in a very intense way. And this is the most woke uh, government in probably in the world now. But it's not even it's not even woke in a, in a positive way. It's, it's idiots pretending to be woke, but at the same time doing all the stuff that the protocols demand. And as a result of this, they have flooded the country with uh, uh, indifferent aliens, people who don't really want to be here or have no reason to be here, or don't, in most instances, probably don't even know where they are, except that they're getting more social welfare here than they would get anywhere else in the world. Uh, that kind of thing. And then bringing these people in and essentially giving them everything, giving them houses, giving them income, uh, giving them votes, uh, in Ireland, in our beautiful sacred country, as mm. if this country was just, a, you know, a cardboard box, you know, to be thrown on the ground and just lie on. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's really quite monstrous. We've had a, a good 10 years of this now, maybe 12, 13 years of this. Mm. Relentless attacks on our constitution, uh, relentless contempt for the people uh, uh, and the people who actually live here. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, now the latest thing is they have a, a hate speech bill which will prevent us even speaking about these things. Uh, it's impossible. I just came back from Bucharest, you know, uh, sorry, no, Budapest, and uh, where, you know, in within my lifetime, you know, the most appalling tyrannies happened. And, and, and when you study those cultures, you know why they happened. You know the beginning signs. Well, I can tell you that, you know, we're well down the road from the beginning sites here in Ireland now. Yes, indeed, John. And uh, as, as you mentioned, um, living under tyranny, uh, um, Bucharest, Budapest, um, and, uh, actually, um, and, and there's a, isn't it, because I, I spent quite a lot of time in the Soviet Union um, as a kid because of my dad's job. So I met lots of Rush people that lived under Stalin and then went studied there in 1990. Um, so I, 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 you're absolutely right. I'm, I'm recognising exactly the, the sort of disinformation, misinformation. It's all, isn't it? It's all from the sort of pro after playbook it certainly is yes and, and 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 you know it's so predictable once you understand that and the terminologies and as you say disinformation i mean misinformation mm. malinformation which is the funniest of all in a certain dark sense you know malinformation mm. is simply uh, it is information that is true but which may cause the people to lose confidence in their government you know now when you can mm. actually talk about that openly and you have a supreme court judge in Ireland now on the panel, mm. which is actually the Politburo, which is, uh, you know, uh, overseeing uh, disinformation, misinformation, etc. Then you know that you're in the deepest tr trouble, that you that the, the level of indoctrination with this nonsense has got so high that it is actually now terrifying. Because, you know, when you look at those, when you look at the, you know, I, I was in the House of Terror yesterday in Budapest, you know, the museum of their, mm. the, 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 the uh, appalling episodes that happened under the Nazi period and also then subsequently under the communist period. Yeah. You know, and, and what you find, what I found extraordinary was the videos they have of actual uh, encounters between the in interrogators and the, the, the accused. 
And it's the, the, the matter-of-factness of all this, you know, the, the clerk writing down the, the details there and, and there was a smile on his face, you know, all very nice and polite. The, the handcuffs cuffs are taken off for a brief period while the accused has been interrogated. And I, I just struck me now, he might be coming in for a vaccine, you know, he might be coming in for a PCR test, that innocent, as it were. Uh, but we've had this in our country now for four years, this kind of thing, whereby a government which was elected by the people, not actually, not actually elected, by the way, uh, the government that is now in place uh, was never actually elected. Uh, they, they, half of it, uh, the, the Fine Gael party, was voted out of power in 2020, just before the COVID crime began. And mm. uh, since then, uh, uh, it has then gone into a co coalition with the other largest part party. Both parties swore for 100 years that they would not ever coalesce with each other. And then they did. So that yes. there's no mandate whatsoever for anything that has happened in the last four years. Nothing. No mandate yep. whatsoever. And yet we have a tyrannical government imposing a, a fictitious emergency on the people in order to do God knows what in the future. It's bad enough what they've done already. They introduced, you know, basically medical apartheid. They demonize yep. people. They have the police force out setting up when people try to protest on the streets, as happened the other day, the police and Garda Shikona, the guardians of the peace, God help us, uh, try yep. to waylay them into traps so they can set about them with battens and, and then get headlines for the papers that, for the criminal uh, purchased papers that they, these people started this themselves. They, did, they do not start this. They never start. These are always peaceful protests, but we have thugs for police officers, and the mm -hmm. biggest thug of all is the commissioner of Angarda Shirkona, Mr. Drew Harris, who isn't even Irish, whose allegiance is to, to the King of England. He's a Northern Ireland unionist. Right. And, and John, um, as you said, the, and this, 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 I heard you, I, I keep listening to your Dellingpod, you know, with James Dellingpod, and I was listening a, a, again again for about the fifth, sixth time last night, and the way you're speaking um, so beautifully about the, the what gives, the, the focus we, I believe we should have, and I agree with you, is not necessarily going down rabbit, esoteric rabbit holes, James won't like me saying that, but to actually focus on the what, what gives the people in charge the right to do what they've done to their citizens. Yes, that's exactly right. This is what appalls me, you know, that the, 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 you know, these, this is supposed to be a different democratic country. I don't care, you know, about, the, you know, I do care in a certain sense about the outside world. I go there all the time, as I just have. But what I, what exactly the point I would make is, these governments, our, our process of accountability is between ourselves and our government. I don't want to, I don't care what your reason is. Tell me why in Ireland you are you are entitled to do these things. Uh, with a colleague of mine, Jim O'Doherty, another former journalist, or journalist, actual journalist is a better way. Yeah. I mean, we, are, we don't want to be associated with the mainstream press, which is now criminal. Mm -hmm. But we, we took a legal action, a constitutional challenge in April 2020 to try to stop the lockdowns. Because we were so appalled at the very idea that anybody in power could think you could do this. You know, yeah. almost regardless of the circumstances. I mean, I, I wouldn't like to even imagine the circumstances that I believe it would be, make it necessary, make it possible or necessary to impose the kind of measures that were introduced in 2020. I mean, when yeah. we compare them in court, of course, we were laughed at by the sneery judges. Mm -hmm. uh, but when we compared in court, when there was an emergency in Ireland, it was actually called an emergency during World War Two, and. Uh, when you looked at the measures that were adopted then, and it's the worst war in all of history, 
People were able to go about the place. If they had petrol, they could drive where they liked. They could go to football matches, dances, whist drives. You know, there was nothing mm -hmm. like this. And yet, for an unproven, essentially respiratory uh, infection, which later turned out to be far, far less, if it was anything, than mm -hmm. they were saying. This was enabled to not only shut down the country, but treat its citizens as serfs, as basically prisoners of war, to be locked into their homes and told to stay there until further orders. I think this yep. has been the most disgusting thing in all of history. And anybody that has supported it, they make me ill. And I include that in, the, in that the churches, who are supposed to represent Jesus and all the rest of it, you yeah. know, Jesus will John, embrace the yeah, well, but can I stop you there? We're going to come out because I want to only stop you there because I want to talk more about that after the break. Um, I didn't want to cut you off uh, when you're talking about Jesus. So uh, we're going to go uh, for a little break now. I'll be back with John Waters. Do not go anywhere or I'll make you watch Good Morning Britain. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. TNT. Sonia Porton. You feel the need to describe yourself along with being a useless eater, free speech isn't a phobia, as a male with a penis. Why would you feel the need to describe yourself as such? Well, you never know these days, do you? Anyone can have a penis, apparently, so just thought you better make sure everybody knows. And that, and that is the reality, isn't it? Words have lost all meaning. And one of the things that I wanted you to come on and come and join me about and comment about is the whole issue of gender and transgenderism. Are you cis, Jack? No, there's no such thing. There was, there was literally no such thing till a couple of years ago. And it's, it's their religion, it's not mine. And I refuse to get involved with this sort of terminology. It's ridiculous. Sonia Poulton on today's News Talk TNT. A better business tip from TNT Radio. News Talk Radio listeners are some of the most active and involved listeners of any format. TNT Radio listeners rely on TNT Radio often as their primary source of information. They trust TNT Radio and are highly engaged with the content. If you'd like more information about advertising on TNT Radio, simply fill out your details on our contact page and we'll be in touch. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. Pour yourself a drink and grab some nibbles. You're with Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. And I'm here with my wonderful guest, John Waters. John, I was so sorry I rudely interrupted you to go into a break when you were talking about Jesus, for which I should be um, very, very ashamed. Let's carry on talking about that, uh, that well, uh, spiritual part of this. Well, because this is really, Abby, it is a spiritual war. It's kind of a cliche in some respects now on our side of the argument. And, well, you know, it's not a cliche really. It's, it's just that uh, uh, everybody understands that what's happening now is, is a fundamental attack on the human spirit. And that we're dealing here with war between evil and good. Those who people, those of us who simply want to get on with our lives, rear our families, you know, uh, have a degree of happiness and peace in our lives, are being tormented by governments who are not even do not even have mandates for what they're doing. They're not even they're you know they're 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 complete rogue governments now and have been for four years. And the unfortunate problem here, Abby, is that the the most the majority of the population are still enthralled to this terror campaign that they launched back in 2020 uh, mm -hmm. with the help of a, a bought and paid for media which is prepared to sell its soul in order to survive for another few months or years uh, you know it's it's quite staggering i was a journalist for 
35 years in the mainstream mm. media. I, I was unable to believe what I was seeing. I'm still unable to believe. It's still going on. These creeps of calling themselves journalists are still uh, uh, putting out the same propaganda and getting paid for it. It's quite shameful. It really is, you know, a complete reversal of the function of journalism that I uh, was inducted into, you know, 40 years ago, uh, mm. which was that we were there to hold power accountable at all times. And where yes. power had slipped, we were the representatives of the, of the people. We were the people's conscience and instrument of uh, uh, interrogation and investigation. And uh, this is all gone. This is all gone. The only people who are interrogated in investigation now is anybody who opens their mouth to challenge any of this. Yes. And as it, it, is, am I right? You call them, is it journo liars? Is that your, is that, journal is that your? That is mine. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 journal liars. Uh, uh, it's a great uh, phrase. They they're, they're paid for by the government to tell lies. They, you see, this is yeah. the most insidious thing about it, Abby, is that they, they, it isn't just that they started to, to do bad journalism, you know. Uh, mm. What they did was they continued to pretend to be real journalists while telling lies. There is nothing more sinister in the world than that, in my view, you know. Mm. That if, because people are, are, if you say, it's like if you're, if you're this, as a citizen of a country, then your uh, your journalism, your 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 media are in effect, you know, as your wing mirrors in your car. You know, to know what is happening around you, to know mm. so that you don't go and fall into trouble, so that you don't fall into disaster. And they, those, wing they, those wing mirrors now have been filled with false images for the last four years so that people have no idea where they are in, their, in reality or in their lives or in their heads even. Uh, yeah. It's the most shameful thing, in my view, that ever happened in Western history. Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, we do have um, there's there's th something we were we are very aligned on. Not only um, uh, being being Christians, but also um, our absolute horror and shock at people like Douglas Murray, Jordan Peterson, who we sort of thought, well, if if anyone's going to be some you know lead us into uh, with a moral sense, then it might be someone like uh, like Douglas Murray. But that, where were they? Well, 100%. I was I, yeah. I, 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 in shock. I wrote a long article about three years ago, actually, about Jordan Peterson. Now, I did understand that he had been ill and all that. And, yeah. But you know, he emerged and, and he started making very strange, vague noises insofar as when he was ever asked about this. He still hasn't made a definitive uh, uh, statement about this, in my view. He has made little bits and pieces of statements which, infer, which imply that, you know, he's with us in, in a sense. But he mm. hasn't come out full in the way that he does about things, you know, mm. all guns blazing and saying this is the greatest outrage in history, which it is. You know, like, yeah. you know, I was recently at the art conference in London, you know, and, and I was in the audience with a friend who was like minded uh, with me. And, and, and there was a uh, there was supposed to be questions from the floor. But of course, they stopped this on day one. Never happened. But they had a, 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 an app that you could ask questions. So we were lobbying questions in about the elephant in the room, the elephant in the room. You know, why can't somebody talk about the elephant that's standing right here in front of us? And eventually uh, one of the guys did, Charles Pagai, I think was his name, he came out and made a speech which was kind of tokenistic, you know, a kind of a way of filling the gap in order to shut us up, I guess. It's still yes. unanswered. Jordan Peterson and Douglas Murray and all these so-called intellectual dark web guys, self-styled, of course, 
I don't rec recognize, I don't, I'm always suspicious of anybody who calls himself an intellectual anyway. Uh, you know, that's for <laughs> other people to decide. You know, yeah. uh, uh, but but uh, uh, you know we can we we'll, we'll judge how smart you are, okay? You know, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> indeed. So, you know, so, but this idea, and then they none of them, not one of them. But an interesting thing, Abby, now is that some of them I won't mention names right now, but there's some of them <laughs> are now beginning to come forward and insinuate this is very sinister that they had been there all the time, that they were the beleaguered dissenters from the beginning. No, no. They weren't. I was there and I didn't meet yes. them. Yeah, in, indeed, John. And also, do you know something? And that's another thing I, I, I love you for, is that I, even as a, a great writer, which you are, and your turn of phrase, <clears throat> the way the way you write is, is so uh, on your substack, Unchained, which I urge people, get on there, get on John uh, John's substack. It's, the writing is just uh, sublime. Um, but all, but what you say about books and intellectuals is great because I've, I made this point, uh, well, actually, uh, a couple of years ago, which is, what's the point of being a, reading books and being an intellectual and talking about moral stuff in the books, whether it's crime and punishment, you know, Anna Karenina, whatever, great works of art, if you're then not going to recognise immorality when it happens yes abby that's 100 percent. you see i i think all of these things aspire to the condition of literature if you're a writer you aspire to the condition of literature and the condition of literature demands that you engage with reality i don't mean literally politically sociologically etc hmm. but that your 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 work reflects what is real and true in in, in human existence and the problem is that these guys what that they're it's doubly dangerous because not only are they avoiding what is happening but they're talking about something else which suggests to many many people this is what is happening this is what's important i must be imagining this other stuff and this is a really sinister thing to to when you think about it that people are being completely gaslighted and misled by these people because they are talking about things that okay are relevant you know, Douglas Murray did a book about war on the world or war in the West. But he, oh, doesn't yeah. talk about, he doesn't talk about the elephant, you know, and he publishes it right in the middle of the whole thing. And he's not alone in that. Like several other intellectuals, so-called, that I, I know of, wrote books, published books in this period, which suggested themselves to, to us immediately as being about this and then you read it you pick it up i mean the booker winning prize the booker prize winning book uh, prophet song of this year by written by an irishman paul lynch is precisely that it's about a coup in ireland it's about a, you know the collapse of ireland's liberal democracy oh why it's our irish it's our solzhenitsyn i thought oh i must read it <laughs> what is it it's a fictional account of a far-right coup which has no context in anything real in Ireland forever. Yeah. And this, was, <laughs> this was written while outside the author's window, police officers, Garda and Garda Shikona, the, the guardians of the peace, were dragging people out of buses and trains and out of cafes because they weren't wearing f face nappies. This yeah. is unbelievable. 
John, it's been, well, too short a time with you. Um, I would love for you to come back um, and we'll talk some more. Um, you've been absolutely incredible. Thank you. And everyone, I urge, uh, go to John's Substack, um, Unchained. God bless you, John. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. You. Thank you. And we'll talk again Thank soon. You. Thank you. And uh, now we're, well, we're going to welcome uh, my second guest in a little bit, uh, Dr. Thomas Binder, another hero. But first, let's get some news headlines. TNT Radio News. Matt Boyland here with a look at your TNT headlines. Tucker Carlson's highly anticipated interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin will be released for the world to watch at 6pm Thursday Eastern Time. The world's number one podcaster has taken aim at the mainstream press for ignoring the frightening rise in excess deaths. Forget global boiling, the UN chief says we're now entering the age of chaos and the US military claims to have killed a high value target in the Middle East. On air and on the app. I listen on the app. Stay up to date around the clock. I listen, therefore I know. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. And welcome back, everyone. And I'm here with my second guest. Uh, and uh, hero is too small a word, Dr. Thomas Binder. Hello. Hello, Thomas. Can I, can I call you Thomas? Or oh, I feel like calling you Dr. Binder. Is that too formal? Good morning, Abby. I would like to call you Abby, so certainly you can call me Thomas. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, it's uh, honestly, it's it's uh, my pleasure. I'm just going to read the top of your Twitter, uh, which is at Thomas underscore Binder, B-I-N-D-E-R for anyone. Get Please follow this man. Um, you said when the alleged intellectuals fail miserably, the real intellectuals who shun the light have to step into the sunlight and take over their responsibility, even under threat. While my job is done, civil society must take charge now. You um what wow um incredible so t tell me about your i mean is pff, what happened in uh in easter 2020 let's go back to that well maybe i i can introduce myself a little bit i i started Sorry, medicine yes, in do. zurich then i didn't yep. know whether i should go into research or into clinics so i spent a year in the department of immunology and virology and I wrote my mm -hmm. thesis there, but then I decided, I decided to become a clinician. So I specialized in internal medicine and then in cardiology. I worked for 10 years in hospitals and for 26 years now in my private practice as a cardiologist and somewhat also internist for so, some of my uh, cardiology patients. Well, it started in January, 2020, we saw those grotesque images and videos from Wuhan, I mean, with these boats running around in penguin suits, uh, <laughs> with, with, with uh, cannons mounted on lorries that allegedly sprayed disinfectants in the air, and of people who allegedly suddenly died in the street, but they always landed on their hands. So then I thought, oh my God, another mm -hmm. Swine flu scam is coming around. And I mean, everything I learned during my medical education, during my scientific education, and during my practical medical life was turned upside down overnight. I mean, this whole corona narrative is utter unscientific nonsense. 
from A-like, no epidemiologically relevant asymptomatic transmission to zero COVID. I mean, this is an intellectual absurdity. And of course, mm -hmm. as you mentioned, and, and what my pre your previous guest stated, mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to, to uh, listen to him for about five minutes. Mm -hmm. What we see today is a total failure of the intellectuals. And these are these dark times of humanity when right is wrong. Huh? Uh, it's the time where the intellectuals must show their faces and state what are what is the reality. We live in a mm. bunch of virtual realities. I uh, I like the allegory of Plato's cave, huh? where we watch at the wall, and on this wall there is a flat screen. And the mm. legacy media project a bunch of virtual realities on this flat screen. And nobody realizes that there is a way out of Plato's cave. And it is the duty of the intellectuals to show the people the way out of Plato's cave in the bright sunlight outside. Yes. yes and I yes. thought, <clears throat> of course, it is my duty as a doctor mm. to explain. The public, like I explained to you, if you see me as a patient, I explain to you your medical condition in a way that you as a layperson can understand and then decide informedly how to proceed. I, I felt it is my duty as a doctor to explain to the public the reality, what's going on. Mm. And of, so, of course, I uh, wrote emails to fellow doctors I knew, to politicians I knew, journalists I knew. Uh, where I explained all this. And the spooky thing was that I never got any answer. Not even an answer like, Thomas, you're crazy or so, just no answer. So I decided to use my own channels. So I wrote blogs and intensified my, my activities in the social media. And on the Thursday before Easter, I wrote another blog where I explained the whole nonsense narrative. And this was clicked about 20,000 times within mm. 24 hours. So I thought, oh, well, this information will go viral, will spread exponentially, and some fellow doctors will do the same. And in a week or so, this corona narrative will have collapsed. But uh, mm. something else happened. On Easter Sunday, I wanted to go on holiday for a week. So at, uh, on Easter Saturday evening, I spent some time in my practice to do some final work. And at about 10 p.m., I was arrested by an anti-terrorist squad in my cardiology practice. Mm. And the reason was that a good acquaintance of mine, whom I also sent these emails, who read my blogs, projected into these texts threats, threats to the government, threats to the society, I, 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 for example, I state this virus is not uh, more dangerous than influenza, highly likely mm -hmm. even less dangerous, and so, things like that. And he called another good acquaintance of mine, the Prime Minister of the Canton Argau, the state where I, or the province where I live in Switzerland. And those two acquaintances of mine on the telephone, they decided they do not want to call me. Uh, Thomas, you write. You send us emails. We do not understand what you are want to tell you. And then I could have answered, yeah, okay, let's meet for a corona. And I 
can explain it to you. No, they called the, the chief uh, police officer of my province, and then 60 police officers were involved in this operation. 20 arrested me, and 40 protected all ministers uh, of, of my of the province of the state where I live. Yes. My God, Thomas. Really um, and we're going to go to a quick. We're going to go to a quick break, and, I, and we're going to come back, and I, we're going to speak more about that uh, that outrage. So um, do join us. Uh, well, I'll be back in a minute with Thomas Binder. Don't go anywhere, or I'll come round and put a wind farm in your garden. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malsberg. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the end of the week. So how about a little dose of Joe Biden at his best to get you through the weekend, folks? Um. Uh, I, uh, if I were smart, I'd say thank you and leave. There's asylum, asylum officers and over 100 cutting edge inspe inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl coming out of our southwest border. Greedflation, shrinkflation. You see that article about the Snickers bar? Well, it's going to stop. America, we're tired of being played for suckers. We get thousands, look, we, we, you know, we now have, we used to, before the recession, before the, the pandemic, the beer brewed here, it is used to make the brew beer here in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's going Cost 10 bucks to make it. 10 bucks to make it. We'll teach Donald Trump a, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women on now, normally this would be humorous, funny, you know, but this is a man who's president of the United States and looking for four more years on the job. It's frightening. Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Malsberg. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern time right here on TNT. Even the thought of dementia can feel scary. It's why we put off getting help, even though we've noticed changes in our thinking or memory. But an early diagnosis can change everything, giving you medical help and a support system around you to help you live better. Start with Dementia Australia's online checklist. Because the sooner you know, the more you can do. Pour yourself a drink and grab some nibbles. Hey! Uh, Ow. I said nibbles, not nipples. Oh, you are all, but I like you. You're with Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. And I'm here with my guest, Dr. Thomas Binder. Um, Thomas, let's get into when you were arrested by this terrorist. I mean, I, I, as I'm saying it, I can't I can't believe it. There's the mo why aren't people more out? I mean, I, I know you're outraged. So tell me what, what happened after that? Where you were where were you taken? After an hour, they realized all these allegations were wrong. The allegations were I would uh, threaten people. I was armed and I had a psychiatric history. In all my blogs and tweets, etc., they couldn't find any threat. My, my weapon was the gun that I got in 1980 when I entered Swiss military service. And when I left it uh, about 15 years ago, I kept the weapon at home without ammunition. This is normal in Switzerland, absolutely legal. And mm -hmm. I never had, I never saw a psychiatrist in my life. So after an hour, they realized 
this was just label, this was uh, no reality. And of course, they should have apologized and sent me home immediately. But, uh, well, this was false alarm. It got attention of the media. So they had to look for a way out. And so they sent an emergency doctor to me who had to check my mental status, especially my my uh, cap cap capability to be arrested. But they could not even issue a request for detention. So why would they have to check my ability to, to medical condition uh, to, to be arrested? So this was totally absurd. Mm. And the absurdity went on. I mean, you must imagine this doctor already in April 20. 20, she wore such a hardcore FFP2 mask, and when I entered the room, she shouted, put on the mask, put on the mask, the virus, the virus. So this colleague had to check my mental status. It was absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. And then the, the first question was about the date. I said, April 11th, 2020. Maybe the third question was, after this first question, what is the year? Well, then I answered 1984. And it went on like this. <laughs> and then she decided, I'm Corona insane. So she invented a new diagnosis, Corona insanity. And this is not enough for involunt involuntary commitment. You must also be endangering others or self-endangering. And as I obviously was not endangering others, she decided I was self-endangering. Although I tweeted some days ago, because I realized this was really spooky. I realized that there might be some risk to go public. So mm -hmm. I tweeted something like I'm 58 years old, sporty and no medication, and would never ever commit suicide in my life, just as a kind of insurance, should I be found death with two bullet holes in my head or something like this. Yeah, yeah and then it's, the, the psychiatrist uh, there diagnosed mania. The first 36 hours I spent in a padded cell, yeah. then in locked psychiatry, and the, and the psychiatrist diagnosed mania. Well, maybe I was some kind of hyperactive enlightener, but of course, everybody understands. I thought, well, this information has to go viral. So maybe I yeah. treat it all also at 1 a.m. or so. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, I appealed. And then the, the, the court decided, okay, they have to release me, but you are a doctor, you want to work, you are suffering from mania. Mm. Either you stay in the psychiatric hospital for six weeks to have treated your mania, or you can leave and continue to work, but then you have to take a bilify, a neuroleptic. So I was forced to take a neuroleptic to continue to work, although I was not suffering from any psychiatric disease. Yeah, this was, these were really Soviet style psychiatric methods in uh, yeah. nice Switzerland in 2020. And it's, you know, it's interesting when you were saying all that, I was uh, thinking, remembering Kafka. Well, actually, all um, these, you know, these books we read and, of course, and the Russian authors uh, in the Soviet period, where they do call you mad in order to uh, neutralize. Your opposite, your opposition, and in fact, you're you're sane. So it's it's this it's it's terrifying, and and, uh, and and it must have been for you absolutely like what is 
where are we? I mean, what, what what's happening here? And I, I was arrested myself, as you know, well, last June um, for swearing outside the COVID inquiry in London, while Matt Hancock, the lying bastard uh, who, who pushed all these uh, experimental vaccines into people's arms, was in there um, basically spouting propaganda. So I, I spent 17 hours um, in 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 a, a police cell, Thomas, which I never thought, age fifty three, you know, uh, that I I, w- I would be doing. So uh, that's it's it's very scary. What what are your what are, what? Are, I mean, is there is there a way out of this? What are, what are your thoughts of how to how to navigate the the next uh, few months, years, even? Yes, as you pointed nice out nicely, that the COVID insane called us. COVID insane, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, my my case shows nicely that everything is turned topsy-turvy, of course. And of mm-hmm. course, so, something like this does not happen by accident. This means that a huge part of the humanity is caught in a context of delusion, uh, in a virtual reality. Mm-hmm. And of course, everybody thinks, yeah, I am the realist and you are the deluded. And in such a situation, we must always look at the reality as soberly as possible to decide, to be able to decide, are we really the realists or am I not the, the deluded? Mm. And, and 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 so this this was the reason why I just informed the public. It was everything I said was 100% evidence-based, so they could not ever do me harm. I, I never told something wrong. I was totally vindicated. I explained the whole COVID RT-PCR testing pandemic, which it mainly is, in March 2020, and I never did something unlawful. So this was a a hard experience, but a short experience. I mean, other colleagues who lost their license uh, went went worse. I mean, after this, this even strengthened me. I mean, it gave me more energy, of course, Mm -hmm. to continue and to inform the public. I mean, those idiots uh, mm. could not destroy me. Sorry, they, they got the wrong one. I mean, it even yeah. it, it made me stronger. And just, yep. tell, the, just tell the reality makes, makes us ever more, ever stronger. Well, we have yeah. to continue to inform the public. Mm-hmm. The problem, of course, is that we could not get in the legacy media. Because, of course, it it is the new media, they are rising. But uh, some hope is, I always say, enlightenment is a one-way road. Once you got it, you never go back. I mean, you might become silent under pressure, Mm -hmm. but you won't. This enlightenment does not go away. So it is a one-way road. So this enlightenment spreads exponentially. At what speed, we will see. But in the end, we will win because this yes. is this one way road. And the good always wins, reality always wins. So I'm confident people are waking up. What what we see now, we see now in all in all uh, countries, some members of parliaments who become critical about these international health regulations, the WH pandemic agreement. Uh, slowly, slowly it enters. It will enter the legacy media. But another interesting yeah. thing is that the the major new media, TNT Radio is a great new medium, of course, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. mean, there are Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, yeah. Bertrand Russell. Look, 
then that they there always is some kind of limited hangout. Huh? A guy like me, who already in March 2020, or, or Sucharit Bhakti, for example, the German microbiologist, yeah. or yes, Wolfgang Moldark, or Mike Eden, yeah. we yeah. never appear in these media. There is always some yeah. kind of limited hangout. Well, there was a killer virus. This was a, a leaked bioweapon. No, it was no killer virus. This rumor about uh, the lab leak of a bioweapon is nonsense. It also uh, was spread to, to make to make to inflate this comparatively harmless harmless virus into a killer virus. Imagine if I was a psychopath who had to plan this pandemic, if I was not suicidal, I would never ever release a killer virus if I was not suicidal, because it could harm or even kill me as well. So of course yes. I would choose a comparatively harmless or even no virus and inflate it into killer virus with PR and PCR. Yes, this and of course to and of course to create the uh, the vaccines that went along with it, which is the important bit. Um, Thomas, we've come to um, very sadly the end of. Uh, I have to take a, a few calls after this. Um, but will you will you come back? Come back on, and we'll um, we'll do a we'll 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 talk more. Um, and I urge people do go to Thomas's um, Twitter because your video, uh, one of the, the recent one you've done, where you say my fellow humans. Honestly, I was watching it last night, and I, I did cry. So God bless you in a good way. God bless you, Thomas, for everything you do. Um, you are an absolute moral crusader. And um, yeah, and we'll, we'll speak again soon. Take very good care of yourself. Thank you for everything you've Thank done. You, Abby. And likewise, you, you as you. a journalist or as a comedian, actually, the comedians <laughs> nowadays are the best journalists. Yes, they do the job indeed. they do not do. You, yeah. If I am a hero, which I'm not, times have never become, been easier to become a hero. We just have... To, to continue to think and act as before 2020, yes. you do exactly the same in your area. And thank you also, Abby. Yes. Thank you. God bless you. Okay. Uh, that was Thomas Binder, everyone. Oh, I'm slightly overwhelmed uh, by today's show. It's incredible um, because I'm only human, after all, contrary to uh, popular opinion. Right. So, so uh, let's go to see if we've got any calls. Let's do that. What are the numbers to call? This is the way we're going to be heard. From the U.S. and Canada, call 1-888-201-6425. From the U.K., call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. And I believe we have Siv on the phone. Siv, my love. Hang on a bit. I'll just do your music. Do, 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 do. Siv, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'll do it very quickly because I can see what time it is. I was very fascinated you, by your two guests. I was very fascinated by your two guests. And I think mm -hmm. the one thing we have learned, and the one thing I've learned from, from listening to all of this is that if we do believe in freedom of speech and if we do believe in free expression, if we do believe that, you know, people, it's a democratic society, and I think we should be allowed to express views that other people don't like, and I think we should be open-minded to listen to views that maybe we might not like and actually challenge ourselves, and I don't think we do that enough. Good to talk to you, Abby. 
Oh, bless you, Siv. Thank you. And uh, that was wonderful, Siv, because he knows that I'm pressed for time. I have one very important announcement to make before I go off air, which is that Tom, Tom's case, I mentioned it uh, when Sue and Steve were on. Tom is the young man who they're trying to chase. The vulnerable young man uh, with a congenital heart condition. Wonderful. Uh, in his early 20s, they're chasing him to basically try and force him to have the COVID-19 uh, vaccine. Two people have said they won't do it. And one doctor is chasing him. And the court, the case, the hearing is today at the uh, Royal Courts of Justice at 10.30 in the morning in London. I'll be going along to it, even if I'm not allowed in. Because if you're not angry about this, there's something bloody well wrong with you. Thanks to my guest John Waters and Thomas Binder. My God, what a show! I'll be back tomorrow uh, for the Abby Roberts Show. Thank you so much for joining me uh, wherever you are in the world. And uh, as my little final goodbye, I'll say, be seeing you. <laughs> <laughs>